fresh new episode today. But uh, first, just uh, do the usual stuff. Go to go to iTunes and, and leave reviews. If you're using the podcast app or the iTunes app to listen, uh, any any platform you're listening on, please uh, please give us a five star review. It's very helpful to boost the podcast up. And then make sure to follow me on uh, Instagram, Average Joe's Beer Podcast. Uh, like us on the Facebook page. It's Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast. I got some other cool stuff coming up here soon. But uh, here, this is a, this was a pretty pretty badass episode. Well, doing this podcast for the last two years has put me in front of a lot of cool people, but uh, not not a lot of them cooler than than uh, Charlotte over at Microphone. So just by chance, we were there uh, with the group from Crafted. We were brewing in January. We did a collab with Microphone Brewing, uh, doing a barrel-aged stout that's going to rest all the way until uh, December here of 2020. So I just happened to talk to Charlotte for a little bit, and she mentioned this beer that uh, the microphone uh, crew wanted to do. And all the ladies at microphone decided, you know, it's uh, organically kind of came up uh, over beers in Oktoberfest to, hey, let's do this. Let's do like a woman's beer. You know, all the girls at microphone brew it. And then uh, it just kind of happened to fall on the this time frame in their schedule to, to where it should be ready for Na- International Women's Day, which is March 8th. Uh, so yeah, it'll be released that Sunday. Uh, this whole episode is just sitting down with uh, Lisa Palin, uh, Mike Palin's wife. Mike, you know, has been on the podcast a ton of times. You guys probably know him, but his wife Lisa is a huge part of that brewery and a huge part from from beginning to end. And uh, her and Charlotte sat down with me um, along with V, one of their beer tenders, and we just talked about the beer, what led to it, and then we also just had some conversation about microphone and and kind of the culture there and how it was built and. It was really cool, really good, fascinating conversation. And then we they had like, you know, other coverage there. So Matt Powers from Porch Drinking, Beer Babe Jess was out there. Everybody knows Beer Babe Jess, and uh, they had Fox Thirty Two. You probably would have saw it, uh, um, aired a, a little piece about the beer as they were brewing it. But it was just a really great day, really cool brew day. Uh, Charlotte just went. Out of her way to get make it a great day for everybody. She brought in all the right people and did all the right things to make it work out. So it was a really cool experience for everybody. I'm sure they're happy with it. Uh, I'll let them in the podcast here kind of explain to you what kind of beer it is and what the hops are using and all that stuff. But but uh, it's really cool to be a part of a day like that. So let's hear it from them, from Lisa V and uh, and Charlotte herself. <laughs> Okay, now we're actually live, so don't say anything crazy. No. Uh, so I'm at Microphone today, Microphone on Elk Grove Village. I'm sure everybody knows who that is if you listen to this podcast. So uh, thanks to my friend Charlotte here. She invited me to come out and hang out while they're doing this awesome thing today. I don't want to give it away. You tell them about it. Long-time no. listener, first-time call-in. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so we're uh, here today brewing a beer called Drippin' So Much Sauce. Um, it's all the women of Microphone, Lisa, co-owner, and then... Uh, the full staff that works here, myself included, um, brewing for a release on International Women's Day, March 8th. And we are like right up in it too. So you're going to hear all the compressors and the pops and the, and the chatter behind us. We're, we're like we're five feet away from the, the mash ton. We're still sweating from As they're graining in. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People had to remove their glasses. Paddles <laughs> were being passed around. I mean, you guys came out strong. And I guess that's indicative of what we talked about before we just started recording that the staff here is now majority female right front of house for sure i would say about almost half yeah if you count everyone Mm -hmm. yeah yeah 
Yeah, so there's a there's a ton of that female presence. So what V was saying before we started was like basically we just kept bugging, bugging Mike to let us <laughs> brew a beer. Yeah, we had a meeting, our annual monthly meet or our monthly meeting, um, just kind of touching base, what's going on with the brewery, anything new, any concerns, and then hey, there's a lot of girls here. Can Mike? Can you let us brew? We want to kind of know what's going on. Um, Mike's like, okay, next month. Okay. Yeah. And I, then I feel like I it didn't take a lot of bugging, though, because we was kind of like over beers in Oktoberfest. We were mentioning it back then, and it was pretty... I don't think he was hesitating at all. It just took us it's really the putting it together. on the schedule. Yeah. The yeah. holiday, everybody was on vacation. Everyone's just coming in. The visitors. scheduling is real. I mean, it's so <laughs> crazy. Even Mike this morning, like, you guys came in together, Lisa. Uh, just so f- give everybody a little reference. We have Charlotte next to me. Charlotte, what's your title with microphone? Uh, manager of social media and corporate events. An extreme bartender. Huh? Uh, only uh, once a totally week now. I'm a week. little rusty. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa, you are Mike's wife and co-owner, I guess, then? Right? Yeah. Of, uh, okay. I work on all the operations, accounting, mm-hmm. HR for the company. All the stuff nobody wants to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do the it. Hard There's stuff. no glory in the that. Hard stuff. Just, yep. Yep, yep. And V? I'm just a beer tender. Just, just poor beer. beer. <laughs> I feel you, girl. I know it. Um, yeah, so so that's those are your voices that we're talking we're talking to here, the, the four around the table. And there's plenty more here uh, helping out with the brew right now, and they're still early in the grain-in process. So uh, double dry hopped, hazy IPA, right? Yeah, and big and juicy. Big and juicy. And then inspired by? Uh, so it's a Lizzo lyric from the song Juice, uh, dripping so much sauce. Um, kind of just embodies that vibe and culture with women in craft beer right now. And it's um, you've got a presence. You know, you're, you're bringing a lot to the table. And that's kind of the route we want to go with. The coolest part so far, I've known, first of all, accidental coordination of flannels. Jesus, you guys... <laughs> You guys like nailed it without trying to nail it. It was a right? gift from Mike and Lisa for Christmas. Our Christmas okay. gift. So. Okay, but everybody just... Re- you didn't say, like, everybody wear your flannel today. I thought like, about it, but I didn't want to be too much of a control freak, but they all read my mind, so it was perfect. Uh, seriously, like, they all walk in, I'm like, there's another, and there's another, yeah. and there's another. <laughs> for all the messages that go through our, like, phone... Group text. We didn't even talk about clothing. <laughs> we talked about who's bringing donuts, who's going to bring coffee. That's important. I Just found out here. that that was important we to Charlotte important last stuff. month Food. because <laughs> she was like, hey, if you guys are coming for this collab room, make sure you bring donuts. And we had lots of donuts. And you nailed it. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you. You tried. Especially donuts Everybody. or a lot of it's cheese. It's Josh. It's Josh Crane. Big yeah. shout out to Josh Crane. Thanks, Josh. Always, always provides. He's so great. Absolutely. Went to a bakery at like six in the morning to make sure he got the good stuff from Fleckenstein's. They're so great. funny. You guys just got Dunkin' Donuts today. Yeah, you know what? Sorry. You guys had bigger things on your minds today, all mm-hmm. right? Uh, you had to you had to take lessons of how, where to put your foot on the mash tun yes. to work the paddle. To not thanks slip to, off. Thanks to Pete. You got to yeah. lift 55 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, I, when we were here, I, I didn't want to do it because I was like, I'm too short to get up into that thing. Like, even if I can lift the 55 pounds, it's hard to get it up over yeah, the top. Yeah, it's pretty. I have long arms, and that's... That was pretty intense. Yeah, and Lisa pulled the seal right off. You were the first one to get up there. You said, let's go. I'm bored. Yeah, hey. You were bored. You were Lisa, bored. have you I mean, brewed I, with Mike before? It, it, believe it or not, I haven't. Oh, so awesome. So this, this is, is your my first, first brew. Never even like homebrew days? Like. Home, I mean, that's kind of different. I mean, we had a, a Sapco system in our basement with fan and everything else, but I don't, I don't know if I consider that. I guess it is brewing, sure, but yeah. I was more observing and cleaning. I was cleaning. like That's bottle a huge cleaner. Part of brewing. <laughs> huge so part of brewing. Sanitizing. Sanitizing. The kids, the kids yep. do brew more yeah, here. They do. <laughs> they do. So 
I'm excited about this opportunity. I finally get to like put it all together. You know, I see the numbers. I see what we spend. You know, on, <laughs> on each water. brew. But now on water. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> now happening. I can see that there's that many gallons in the mass tun. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and then you guys were getting like a brief education too while you're kind of watching them mash it. I know you guys were like, I want to do something. But then you also sat for a second and let like Pete and uh, him explain. You know, hey, this is what we're doing. Pete Paul, right? Yeah, yes. Pete yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can just kind of like why, and then you guys started asking great questions about like why why are you using these? Oh, these are rice hulls. Well, they help filter the mesh. Well, how do they do that? Boom, boom, boom. So it's like you guys had like a thirst to kind of understand. Not saying you might you might not have the desire to be a brewer eventually, but you have that desire to understand what's going on, and it helps you in the front of the house, I imagine too. Right. That's kind of how this project really stemmed. It wasn't just oh let's just do it for Women's Day. It was. You have this huge staff up front that is super passionate about what's going on in the back, and they're great about asking questions, you know, not just tasting notes and hops and things like that, but, you know, um, what's really going on in the process. And I think that's super important to not just sell beer, but you're educating your consumer, too. Um, Because some of them come in and they know everything about beer. But then you have people that are getting in. They so they think, right? (laughs) Um, But then we have people coming in that are new to craft beer and they know they like beer but they don't necessarily know what they like about it or how certain things happen and being able to create that connection is super important with your consumer and going that route especially in a style like you guys are doing here we yeah. know we know it's, the it's a microphone popular beer. thing that's going on right yeah. now is this style but at the same time there's still so many people that are going to come through this tasting room even on the day that this beer is released and be like well i don't really like ipas right you guys and you're like wait a minute now yeah, this isn't what, your it, typical yeah you know? we got to figure out what you've had you know right. and like what your tastes are but it, this is a really good beer for education of the middle of the road or new customers and things right. that are just kind of like i'm not sure if i like craft beer or not or, yeah you know i'm here because my best friend likes it but i'm just here to hang out and then all of a sudden you start opening more doors for new people this might be a good beer for that yeah i think it's also a beer that is in line with microphones brand and culture too Mm -hmm. which was important too this is a hazy big and juicy ipa so Mm -hmm. that's a microphone beer eight percent shooting for that big mouthfeel a lot of citra the oats el dorado and everybody loves that citra now you said el dorado is your jam that's yeah yeah for sure that's that's for you did you get? Did you ask me like, "Hey, can we throw El Dorado?" In yeah. This? So what like, was cool is, uh, it kind of, Allie and I are here a little bit more. Uh, she's over there brewing right now. Um, we were kind of running through our favorite hops. You know, we knew Citra was going to be, for sure, the like st- uh, star of the show. And then um, I've always loved El Dorado, and we thought those were a good combo. And then the Sabro, uh, the new kid on the block, kind yeah. of adding another little spin to it. So super tropical. A lot of citrus notes. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys, all three of you guys, are you, are you big IPA drinkers? Or you guys usually find yourself looking at Pilsners? Are you like big stouts or? Crispy boys. Crispy boys. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah, I mean, it really varies. IPA beers. palette. Mm-hmm. Lisa, what's your go-to beer right You guys now? don't drink at home. That's what Mike tells me. So. <laughs> we cocktails. We drink a lot of cocktails. Yeah. The beer rarely makes it home. So <laughs> I have to come here to actually drink it and taste it. You know, my palate's kind of evolved over the years. You know, I used to be very much into Belgian styles. So, you know, a lot of the, the triple that he made. I was going to say, um, that triple six make it, make it home with you? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much my jam. But now I, I, I love the Berliner, Berliner Weisses and, and um, the Stouts for sure. So, um, so, yeah, I could see my taste buds kind of evolve over the years. So where I started kind of Belgium style, now I'll just drink anything. Still kind of uh, adapting to the sours, but... 
um, I'm getting there. They've gotten through to a point at this brewery that it's like the size that they are and the efficiency that they can put together a brew schedule with. Like, you guys have no shortage of options on menus now. It's oh, like our menu right now is like super diverse. So sprayed out all it's fields crazy. right now. We've yeah. got the Belgian, Dunkel, IPAs, Stouts, Berliners. Is that um, Keller Pills still on? Keller Pills is gone, gone, but the we've got a Pills coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a really great menu right now. Yeah. Something for everybody. Yeah, it's pretty nice to see that. I mean, especially, when it's, you know, now this was a 4,000 square foot brewery for a long time. And now it's a 12,000 square foot brewery. I mean, it's crazy. But a lot of that square footage right now is being constructed and played with. And there's holes in the floor and there's drains coming in and all that <laughs> stuff. So that's going on around us. Uh, but, but just speaking to, like, the scheduling, uh, you know, Mike just a minute ago was walking around here and he's like, dude, my schedule's always crazy. You know, I was like, oh, busy week? And he's like, oh, no, busy always, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So to get all you guys in this room today to do this, it's got to be like a logistical nightmare. The hardest part, I think, was just the guys scheduling, making sure that they could cover the front of the house to be able to let the girls brew today. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. this is our second time to have the guys run the front. <laughs> yeah. So, so many bad Yelp reviews. Today. No, I'm just <laughs> There's a lot of behind the scenes that we don't see where, you know, Mike's making sure there's a tank available and, and this is going out in packaging. And, and, and so there there is a lot of that organization that, you know, is on his shoulders to make sure that we're able to kind of get a plot, you know, a month out from when we want to release it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's all crazy. timing. There's so much. There's so much that goes into it. And then, you know, yeah, like you said, the event, when this is all done, when this beer is happily fermenting away for, you know, 14 days or whatever it is, and it's time to package. I, you guys are canning it. I saw you showed me the label. Yeah. It's dope. It I is dope. It. Alyssa did a great job. So, yeah. yeah. And, but Alyssa, you said, is kind of behind the scenes. She yeah, yeah. We're going to give her. a shout out to Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Nick, Nick and Alyssa? Is that yeah. Right? So the they've art, worked the with artists? Mike and Lisa since the beginning. She mm-hmm. was like Mike's first female employee, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so she does the label graphic uh, design and she's awesome. She kills it. And I mean, we didn't give any, any notes on what we wanted the label <laughs> like to look that. like. And so she just nailed it. And uh, she gave us two different ones. And then yeah. our group message, girls vote A yeah. and B. And then what, an hour, two hours? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How different were the two labels? Uh, they were pretty similar. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just a little, a couple okay, minor yeah. details and everybody had their opinion and we went with it. I think Lisa was a tiebreaker. Yeah. Oh. Put, we put all the pressure on you. Yeah. <laughs> Seven women was perfect. We needed someone to break it. Damn. They just put it all on Lisa. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But Alyssa's great. Uh, yeah. She's a little more behind the scenes. Um, we see her at like company outings, but um, she also works for Revolution in their tap room, I believe. So um, we don't get to see her as often as we would like to. <laughs> Couldn't lure her out for today. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, what what does this mean for you guys? It's something that comes up in March always. You know, you right. always hear the International Women's Day gets real big, but then, but it's like, what do you do throughout the year to kind of maintain some of that momentum? That's something I'm always curious about. Hundred like, percent. You know, because you don't want it to matter anymore, whether it's girls or guys doing whatever. We I get that, but I mean, it, it is a thing, and so you always like wonder, you know, how do you kind of further that without being like overly in your face all the time? Like girls, right. girls work here. We're girls. We're girls. Right, you know. Right. Uh, just having a presence is the biggest thing and having um, honestly it comes down to owners and their staff and what they're doing and who they're putting in certain positions of power and um, you know co-owner is a woman and you know your staff is going to be a majority of women at some point and not just front of house um, but where who are you hiring to do certain jobs and 
um, constantly just making sure there's a nice balance and a presence. That's really the biggest thing is you don't need to shove it down people's throats at all. But yeah. recognizing, especially in Chicago, I was talking about it earlier with you. Um, the number of women that I have met in the Chicago craft beer scene, um, whether they are working at a brewery as brewers, front of house, bottle shops, um, beer blogs, things like that. Like it's astronomical. I think I had like 30 off the top of my head that I've worked with personally and or hung out with and had drinks with. And uh, it's pretty awesome. Chicago's got a really, really strong female presence right now. I believe you describe them as kick-ass yeah. people. Kick-ass like people. Or like people really, that's how we met. That's shit, my, that's like, my, I'm, yeah, I mean, we and I met on just, social media. We followed each other for years. And then, oh like, hey, I smell like a beer you. fest. Yeah, mm-hmm. hung out at Smells Like a Beer Fest last year when Shots I didn't work for Lord. microphone. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got to volunteer here and hang out, which was an awesome opportunity. Dancing in the snow together. So, I don't know um, about dancing. No, it was a <laughs> shot of Malort and then a shotgun of Natterdays in the back, and then, hey, mm-hmm. you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like her. Bonding. Yeah, yeah. a lot of Malort bonding. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. Our Lord true bonds. recruiting process right here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed it. Come to our beer fest and hang out. Yeah, there's Wait. always a battle there. What's something I always appreciated? I've been in here so many times, and I've been back in this area, you know, away from the, the actual front of house where the public sees. But, like, to watch everybody interact on this staff, it's always, like, mind-blowing to see. Because we've seen places that aren't, you know, they, they yeah. don't vibe. They don't, like, move smoothly you know and i see mike back here and i see you bringing important questions or you explaining to him why something's got to be done you know there's so much stuff that goes on in a brewery uh, between in that liaison from from front to back of the house the brewers to the owners to the to the front of house staff and the management and the social media that you're doing charlotte it's like middle of the house yeah all that <laughs> yeah all that stuff so it's like to see the greased machine here that works like obviously something's going right it's a good environment yeah i think it's super special like mike and lisa have cultivated a lot of talent here uh which i think is cool like like i said i knew people here before i started i've only been here since july um and they really over the years you guys have just kind of amassed a group of people that and then then they don't leave um (laughs) like they're there's no turnover here at microphone you come on and you're here yeah you guys are Um, legit everybody's been here yeah it's it's a family for sure it is a big family and mike's always encouraged that and talk about that in all of our meetings and the holiday was just like yeah, our holiday a party was dope. It's a family party. <laughs> and we go to their place for like barbecues so and bottle let's, shares. Let's talk about this. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing on these on these family gatherings? Uh, well, our of? most recent one was a couple weeks ago. We had a casino pop up here at the brewery. Oh for God, the I staff. remember seeing yeah. the pictures on Instagram. So that yes. was pretty cool. And Kuma's catered. Kuma's catered it, and uh, we had a bartender, so we didn't have to make our own cocktails. Oh and, shit, that uh, is awesome. We got to enjoy the new space next door. So that was yes. cool. So yeah, Mike and Lisa, I think not just cultivate um, talent and everything, but I think that they invest back into their staff, which after being in this industry for like four and a half years or so, I have not seen that at every brewery. And I think that's the most important part is whether it's female or male staff, like they really invest back into their staff. Um, So it's not just what can we do to make money? What can we do to sell beer? It's what can we do to keep these people with important jobs that are helping run our business on board with us. So Yeah. I mean, it's, Again, you're watching the industry grow, and and like Lisa, specifically for you, you've obviously been a part of this since Mike was contract brewing at mm-hmm. you know Unane or with sure. Jerry and them, and like Slapshot, right. all all these kind of stages. Like, what 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 have you seen? Because in that time, you guys have had children, like bought a business and watched this business go from like zero to a million, you know, in no time at all. 
Yeah, so I work with a lot of startups, and that's kind of where I feel comfortable. Um, when I do accounting, I do accounting for startups. A lot of them are in the tech space. Um, so I'm used to seeing companies start from scratch and bootstrap their, their investments and, and, and grow it. So um, I kind of used a similar approach with when Mike you know, said, hey, this is my goal, this is my dream, let's open a brewery. It's more of a, hey, let's test the market. Let's kind of dip our toe in before we go, you know, full throttle into it and like put all of our money and our investment into it. So um, I was kind of comfortable with it. You know, I'm very conservative. So, you know, got to prove to me that, that this is good and a viable idea. And um, we're all in it, you know. <laughs> was that a mutual thing? Like, what were those discussions like early on? Like, was it like wait, this is a dream of yours or is this something you're just like kind of into right now? Did you have to like vet this whole thing or was were you both kind of just like, let's go even, let's go smooth? Like? Well, he's always loved brewing beer. Um, and so, you know, we converted the basement so that he can, you know, test some beers. I could see the process. I can get comfortable with it. Um, you know, I maintained and I still maintain a, a full-time job um, and uh, supported, you know, Mike when he was going through kind of the testing and, and experimenting of beer in this idea. Um, so it's be definitely been a tag team effort, um, supporting each other through it. And uh, yeah, we're at a point now where um, I'm still working, but I could take a step back and spend mm. more time at the brewery. And hopefully I can kind of shift the balance where I'm spending even more and more time here because I do enjoy it. Well, that's um, an additional full-time job. I mean, what you're doing yeah. for this brewery on top of whatever you're doing in your personal, you know, and profession, professional, right? Yeah. You know that is that is an immense amount of work for anyone. So, I mean, at that point, you don't care who's a, who's male and who's female. You just gotta, <laughs> you just got to right. get shit done, right? Yeah, get yeah. shit done. That's uh, yeah. another hashtag get, we use. Get yeah. shit done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's what you guys do here, right? I mean, you get shit. I was here yeah. for that 450 release. Oh, this shit was crazy. In yeah, was yeah. I said bananas. hi to you like for a second. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't trying to bother you for uh, like three hours. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God! It was crazy. That whole the whole uh, Elk Grove Village uh, little industrial park was just full of dudes looking for slushies. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Well, that's I think Mike is also really really talented in that aspect of um, being innovative, and not just in beer styles, but mm -hmm. what else can you do as a brewery? So you know, doing these tap takeovers and doing different events, and he's always looking for that next step, and that's something I've always admired about him. Uh, I remember going to like. Uh, Illinois Craft Brewers Guild had their conference like two, three summers ago in Rosemont and uh, Mike sat on the social media panel and I was like sitting in on it, you know, it was like Mike and um, uh, Revolution and Salamoth, you know, it's like, so to be on the same stage now is pretty cool. Like yeah. it's one of those things where you're like, man, these are people that I like looked up to and admired because of what they're doing in this industry. So like these relationships seem to be the most important thing. Like even just yeah. for micro microphone, like I've seen Mike change since he's met Al over at AJ Macca. Like mm -hmm. the two of them have become so tight. And Powerhouse. Really what, what else are you going to do? You're going to grow this place to 12,000 square feet. You're going to need the best staff like you guys. You're going to need more, like you said, innovative things like tap takeovers. And he's got so many friends around the country, in which I'm <laughs> guessing you guys have made so many friends now For around sure. the country yeah. now, just yeah. like a, a, as a kind of a conduit there. And now you have Weldworks coming in and Cerebral doing a tap takeover and Hidden Springs. It's like now you, with the new law, too, I mean, that right. helps. Yeah, that I mean, helps a ton. Being able to have those kind of beers on tap. It's like now you can cultivate these relationships. And like you said, you're, you're being brought along to these 
things, you know, being able to sit on a panel and talk about. I know people have to inquire to you or Mike or somebody about how do you guys do your social media? Because I like what Charlotte's doing or whoever whoever's doing it. You yeah. Know? So it's like Mike those are opportunities. Like one of the first um, really on Instagram for breweries. I mean, Instagram is kind of like the breweries game at this point. Like. I feel like breweries and what they do on Instagram is super important. And Mike was one of the first. And um, I mean, I've scrolled through 3,000 posts now to know that. Like, he uh, was really documenting step by step what was going on into the into building his brand and building yep. his brewery. And um, you know, so now he had his little routine. Um, he let me come on board, and I kind of took a little bit and went to like, okay, let's do the Instagram story and let's do this and let's keep that going. And then. Um, He's been great at kind of letting me shift things a little bit. And we're trying to, again, stay innovative. And how do you stay up to date? And how do you reach your consumer? Just communicate. You just want to communicate. Let them know what's going on for the week, the month, what beers are going to be coming Mm -hmm. out. A lot of people kind of like that. We have people come in in the bar like, I saw you guys are brewing. When's this beer going to be? So at least we kind of know a schedule to tell, you know, employees or not employees, um, customers that comes in. You know, they're looking for mic check. Like, hey. That's going to be coming, you know, or um, stouts and everything. It's always stout season, I feel. Always. <laughs> we always, always have, season. That's we right. always have that. So it's really nice because when we do see, like, customers do ask, like, you know, I, I saw you guys, or I, you guys brewed this last year. So at least, like, Mike does communicate, and we sometimes see it on the backboard right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know what beers are coming. So it's really nice to just kind of mostly communicate and let people know. So, like, okay, we'll come back around this time. But do you guys have a pop-up? Do you guys have an event? Um, and food. It's now do you have food trucks? Do you have food, food trucks? trucks? Do you have yes. food trucks? Yesterday we had, what, Brick Billy Bricks? Yeah, pizza. pizza. Today's Bub City. Bub yeah. City's here. So that's the other cool awesome. thing, They're going to be setting in. We've had Kimski's here. We've had some really awesome food here. I had that guy's food one time, and I, I'm in love with him. <laughs> was, right? Yeah, it was great. It's the day after Smells Like a Beer Fest. Yeah, there the it is. Beefsteak mm-hmm. beef beef Festival at Ailman. <laughs> Perfect. And it was crazy. Yeah, he was there and actually talked a little bit in between each course they served. Wow, it's so impressive. And then when I was here for 450, they were doing like the tacos. The yeah. guys were like had tacos right in the blue room. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, always customers are always looking for that. And that's like a kind of a good transition because I was also want to keep this kind of a little bit on the topic of what we're doing and, and International Women's Day, like the whole the whole bit. So V, like front of house, Charlotte, you've done front of house at multiple places mm-hmm. before, like. So what do you guys think? Like, do you have that kind of, not like a chip on the shoulder, but that feeling of like, uh, I need this guy to trust me when he orders a beer. Do you guys feel that kind of negativity every now and again in the tap room where people are like, well, let me talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Um, like, or is that kind of gone now? It's changing. It's changed. It's not gone. I think it's, it's a changing. lot of accepting now. Um, you know, the guys, the brewers, Mike educates us, let us know, you know, about the beer. We all talk, communicate, and it, I appreciate our group messages because <laughs> we do know what's going on with the beers, how it's tasting, and kind of like communicate with that because we don't want to give our customers like, oh, it's a sour, but <laughs> it's not a sour. But um, some guys, you know, they are respectful, and then you know sometimes it's just catching you off guard. I'm only part time, so only here like once a week, so it's not like sometimes I do miss some beers, so I don't know when. You know, beers around, like, I'm sorry I missed that, or I didn't get to taste that. Let me try it really quick with you, <laughs> then I could go ahead and give you my thoughts on the beer. Um, but, no, I don't see any kind of backlash. I don't see any kind of guys. It's definitely gotten a lot better. I mean, I'm when I started, I was doing beer fest, and it was usually me, and then I'd bring along a male friend, and... Uh, 
men coming up to sample would gravitate towards that guy, immediately thinking he's the brewer, he knows what's going on, um, you know, and then they would, they would point and be like, well, she's she the boss, knows. or she yeah. knows what's, you know. So you're seeing that change a lot. I think um, that's what's so great is like Chicago, I said, has this really massive force of women in craft beer right now. And I think it's changed not just perceptions, but I think people are just realizing like not just bringing something to the table, but like offering something else, another perspective, another women's palettes are notoriously more refined. Science has proven. hundred percent. So, um, you know, it's kind of <laughs> my like, wife loves beer right, I, every time know? she's like, well, I taste this. I'm like, damn it. Why don't I taste that? Like, I, right, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't get the same thing she's getting. So it's 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 changed. Um, being in the front of the house, you don't see it as often. It's mostly that old school kind of thought process that comes mm-hmm. in here once in a while. And those are the people, I think, that are not super familiar with the craft beer scene. Um, that That's when you're getting those attitudes. Mm-hmm. Because I think the people that are familiar with the craft beer scene, especially in Chicago, they're not coming in with that at all. You know, they're like, oh, hell What's yeah. What's your favorite beer? Yeah, like, what is this yeah. girl drinking right now? Because I know she's going to... Put, point me in the right direction. So like they don't just offer you a cider. Like, yeah, hey, do you want <laughs> yeah. something soft? Yeah. Or, we have some fruit beer over here. Yeah, right. Like some, uh, yeah, you, and you'd be surprised by how many men drink Berliner Weisses, especially over fruited <laughs> ones. So. Oh hell yeah, me, they love me. it. They love it. Me. I love yeah, them. teleport massive is one of my favorite beers. Exactly. So uh, yeah, there's just there's no room for attitudes or perceptions like that nonsense yeah it's absolute nonsense nonsense sorry i didn't want to take it down a road but you know no it's it's an important question i hear stories like that you know in conversation i would say it's it's not gone but it has significantly decreased and you're seeing it really shift right now Mm -hmm. acceptable it's you know you're expected to see i don't think there's any brewery that's all men now i think it's a lot of the front end. They would all be closed. (laughs) They would all be closed. So it's very nice to just kind of walk into a brewery, a girl serving you, and they're like, hey, I saw you on social media or I follow you on social media. So that's always kind of really nice. You guys should take a look over there. Oh, Oh, that happens on the daily. That's enticing. There's some sweet jams playing right now. I I hear this TLC going on. Salt and Pepper Radio. Yeah, a little No Scrubs. Yeah, I mean, you talked about some of the kick-ass people in the industry. Uh, I see Beer Babe Jess is, is over there. She's here. Yeah, I asked her to come Looks out. Looks like and she's uh, pouring some beers for people. Look at that. <laughs> I asked her to come out and uh, kind of help document this. Mm-hmm. Um, Met her know. a couple times. Super sweet, nice person. Yeah, uh, but she like, knows her stuff. Again, knows her stuff. That's exactly right. what I'm getting, getting to. Like, yeah. She's probably had so many more beers than I have that like, you uh, know could speak on flavors yeah. and things better than I could. So. Uh, I invited Jess not for just for that reason. Um, I think she uses her platform to really um, promote inclusive inclusivity in the industry, um, whether it's people of color, women, whatnot. Like she really uses that platform to push that it's everybody in on this. Um, so that's why I asked Jess to come out and kind of help document this project, not just today but going into the rest of the month. Yeah, it's pretty badass. She's yeah, cool. Keep, keep, yeah, she cool. She cool. And you got a photographer here. We yeah, Eric, uh, the brewery photographer on Instagram. Um, so he's helped out at a few breweries, taking some shots. He's got some really awesome artwork. As someone who wings all of my beer pictures, it's uh, really cool to see yeah. someone with, uh, a, you know, a little professionalism and talent and everything. So. Yeah, yeah I'm a winger myself. I guess, <laughs> you know, but seriously, like you're talking about it. How many breweries could really survive without, like, that kind of, I don't know, I don't want to stereotype it as, like, a female touch, but, like, the organization is not an easy thing to do. And for some reason, you guys are just better at it. Whatever that is, the brain, the brain wiring, like, (laughs) 
just like the details. You know, it's the details. We, we love get details. Shit done, but like the details. We love details. And those details seem to make organization, communication, attention to details. Yeah. It seems to make everything too. I mean, like the littlest thing. You'd be like, damn, if that didn't happen, this would have been a way different situation we find ourselves in. Yeah, yeah. I think Mike is um, also to give him credit. Uh, he is the king of attention to detail, mm-hmm. which I found out working here. Um, he is going to point out every little thing, and it's why he's successful. Um, he really pays attention to every small aspect of everything, whether it's the beer itself, the marketing, the way his brand is, everything. So that's kind of inspiring, too, to work with somebody like that, where you're like, okay, I thought I liked all of this, and now you're taking it next level and showing me kind of how to does. go with that He always that takes everything next level. He is I'm next like, level, yeah. I think I have next a good idea, Mike. and then he's like, boom. <laughs> yep. He just yeah. made it better. Yep, 100%. So he's been great, though. I think he's given us like complete control over this project. He really has not, other than putting it on the calendar, he has not really been involved with it other than facilitating it a little bit. He matched us. So. He, yeah. So <laughs> put on a flannel, he showed up. and Yeah, he did. He did. He, went, he went there. He went there. Um, and gave us this opportunity, which is really awesome. So, so I mean, what are you guys, what were you guys looking forward to most for today? Just kind of the process, seeing it or like the grains or like, are you looking forward to like the hop additions or... Yeah, I've I've brewed a few times before, or helped brew, I guess I should say. So um, I know how much work it is, yeah. uh, and I really, really respect what the guys do back here. Um, it's a lot of cleaning. You're a glorified janitor sometimes mm-hmm. when you're brewing. So uh, Pete knows what's yeah, up. Yeah, Pete knows what's up. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, shout out to Pete and Paul. Actually, all the brewers here, um, when we were developing this recipe, they were our go-to guides. So we kind of said this is what we are looking to have and this is the beer we want to present and then they kind of broke it down for us and we're like okay this is how you should kind of develop it so and then they're here today assisting their assistant brewers today they are so, they're, assi- yeah. they're, doing, they're handling it beautifully yeah so they came in on their uh, day off to help us do this which is pretty awesome that's um, pretty badass yeah to have like I said it's awesome to have your badass like woman team but to have the men behind you supporting it and pushing you guys is even cooler just making sure like hey you guys need anything i'm here yeah just with the full project Uh i mean front of house guys have been awesome they're working the day but they were also when we were naming the beer everything you know they were they're on it so we're pretty grateful for that so how awesome is it going to be the day that this gets canned and you finally can share it with people oh yeah well it's going to be a we're throwing a party that's my yeah we're going to have a big party yeah I like I like the uh, woman inspired. Party. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the big party at the end because that's what everybody's waiting yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. This is all nonsense. <laughs> like everybody um, just wants to chug this thing. So it's gonna be March eighth. Uh, it's a Sunday, International Women's Day. Uh, we open at eleven a.m. So the party will kick off around then. The beer is going to be available in draft and uh, four packs to go. Um, so. You know, we want to see a microphone line here for this beer. I think that so, would be yes. pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, we want to see that microphone line for sure. Um, really cool part of this, though, proceeds of the can sales are going to um, benefit the Wings program. And they're based out of Chicago, but they have a satellite office in Elk Grove Village. Um, they focus on uh, supporting domestic abuse survivors. So uh, therapy, um, resources, um, housing, everything, uh, and it was kind of, we linked up with them, and then um, we actually have Stephanie here who's helping us brew today. She's got a really personal connection with that group, too, which kind of made this even better and more exciting to work with them. So they'll be here for the party on the 8th also. 
um, handing out like resources and stuff. Um, and then, oh, Mujo Ramen oh, is doing so, so awesome. <laughs> that is a co-owned by a woman who, uh, Diana, she's awesome. Um, they're going to be here doing a dumpling pop-up. So they'll be feeding people that day. Uh, she's super excited for this. She's another like badass lady. Um, they pop up at breweries all over in the area, so we're excited to have her out. Yeah, I think that I did an episode with Roaring Table, and they were they yeah, were so yeah. excited for them. They, they they were coming like the next week or yeah. something. And they're like they're so hard to book. They're so no, they're amazing. They're they're yeah. here pretty like probably once a month or so. Their um, stuff sells out pretty quick too. It right? does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she's her and I have gotten to be friends, and you know talked about the industry quite a few times, and we're really excited to have them out here for this too. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a nice touch to it. So, what what can we expect that day? Like you said, like women inspired. Like, what, yeah, what, yeah. Let's, let's go details. Uh, well, the staff will be here. Hopefully, some of the brewers will be here hanging out with us too. Um, and uh, I'm sure we're gonna have a killer playlist happening in the tap room. How are you gonna procure that? That's, that seems like a meeting all in itself. Oh yeah, that? I mean group text. You just group text. Group, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's build this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I think, you know, I think just being able to see our friends and family, our regulars, um, people in the industry that we know out here supporting this. Because you're not, it's ultimately, you're not just supporting the women in microphone, but it's um, the WINGS program, but then just, like, women in this industry. Like, come out and show us what you think about it. Mm-hmm. And then continue to do that throughout the year, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> keep, constantly. Keep appreciating. Keep constantly. appreciating always. Oh, yeah, I'm sure this beer is going to get brewed again, right? Hell yeah. Well, it's <laughs> going to be so good that they won't have a choice. Right, That's right. Gonna Mike's going to look problem. at me like, all right, well, look at this line. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Look at the sales from that day. Let's brew it again. So. Yep. Do we, do we know, I don't know, you, you got the accounting background. Do you know what, like, seven barrels of beer will net on package side or no? Because I don't. I yeah, don't. No, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's pretend we didn't even ask that. That's uh, <laughs> something we all know very much. So, uh, okay, the the connection between wings. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before we were, when I first got here, but, but kind of talk about that a little bit. Like, the, what is this chicken in, in the egg? Like, you, you got the beer idea, you got the brew day idea, and then you're like, now where do we go with this? Or was like, oh, we saw wings and we wanted to do something for them. We thought brewing a beer. Like, what came first and how did that connection kind of? Uh, we knew we wanted to do, um, I mean, microphone in general is huge on community outreach and donations and fundraisers. Um, smells like a beer fest raising. Last year was $26,000 um, going towards the village. And it's hyper-local, too. So it's not just going out anywhere. It is here in the community that they are, you know, that they're working in. Um, so we knew we wanted to do a very local, women-centered organization. And um, Mike and I were at a meeting at Village Hall um, for the Beer Fest. And we had asked, you know, which organizations in Elk Grove focused on women and helped more women. And... Um, they suggested wings, and then we kind of looked into it. We thought they were a perfect fit. And like I said, Stephanie um, also has, uh, her family has a really close connection with them um, with some fundraising opportunities. So it was, everybody kind of jumped on board with that right away. Like it was a suggestion and everyone said yes immediately. Um, you know, because I think I posted this stat, but it's one in four women experiences domestic abuse in their lifetime. Um, that's a huge number. So uh, it's a very important organization to support. And Again, microphone, hyper-local, what can we do? Yeah, I mean, that, that, the locality of it is great. Yeah. And to have it kind of, like, mean something, could give it to a large charity, you know, whatever, right. proceeds. But to kind of, again, be a part of Elk Grove Village, I mean, they must be a big player for you guys as the owners of the business. Like, they, they brought you in, and they let you kind of get this going, and you brought them, right. you know, something that they didn't even know they needed. Right. and probably really glad that they have i think mike told me a story once about them kind of being like well 
They didn't want people driving drunk around their big industrial park. Like, what? what why do we want this brewery there? Like, sure. And then after some talk. It's a lot some, of education. Uh-huh. Um, and this is always our constant thank you to our locals and, and consumers that come in, you know, um, and has supported us throughout the year. So every year it's really important to us that we give back to various charities and support um, the locals and everybody in the beer community. So... We had one brewer that we missed this morning, right? You said Lily wasn't feeling up to it. She was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she wasn't she's feeling more up beer to than most people she in this building. She, right looked, she looks forward to her birthday beer every year. Um, and Miles actually participated this year in his birthday beer. Uh-huh. Um, his birthday was a few days ago, and, and that beer should be released uh, very soon here. Which one did um, he do? Is it like a cake or like a tropical hideaway? Oh, okay. It's a, a porter with toasted coconut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and rum. Uh, oh gosh, rum barrel chips. Rum, oh yeah, rum that's soaked right. barrel chips. That's yeah. right. We got that order in when we were here that <laughs> yeah, yeah. day. I remember yeah. the rum barrel chips coming in. Yeah. So she was a bit disappointed she couldn't participate, but um, she'll you know she'll be here on the eighth when it's released and she'll be here for the party Mm -hmm. how important is that to you guys that the the kids like understand this like it's got to be weird for them growing up like they're just everything's Lily's excited she's like fully she's gonna gonna take over she's gonna take my job for sure a (laughs) hundred percent I've already like that is very obvious she's got my job she's very vocal about that like Lily (laughs) she's like I'm gonna take over everything's gonna not it's everything's gonna be pink it's not gonna be blue anymore (laughs) no more blue microphone okay okay yeah, I mean, uh, the schools that they attend know that um, we have the brewery because, um, you know, on a regular basis, she'll talk about brewing beer mm-hmm. and having, you know, and being, you know, around beer. So uh, just have to make it known that it's it's, it's part of our lifestyle. It's such a funny you know. thing, too, to watch how the kids grow with it. Because, like, working in beer myself and then doing the podcast, it's like I have a nine-year-old daughter and she doesn't think anything about talking about right. beer like right. it's just it's normal natural, to her very natural. so i had like a father's son night on wednesday and my wife like right before she left for work she's like honey don't wear a beer shirt please i'm like uh <laughs> i only like have beer shirts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a whole generation of kids growing up in breweries and tap rooms though and it's uh i had this conversation recently and i think it's like you're educating them and i think they're going to be approaching it in a much different manner uh it's exactly. kind of how i grew up um with my parents and right. you know it's catcher's tavern right. i was in the corner playing pinball on my right my right exactly you know and you craft know. beer isn't about uh let's get drunk you know right. i mean no it's doubt. really about a whole different aspect and i think introducing that to uh the kids and you know the route they're going to take with it is cool and you know it, it, yeah, I mean, it's really awesome to see Lily and Miles come in here. Um, but Lily is, she's a force to be reckoned with. So uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. She is, I mean, we take group photos and that girl is front and center she's and like, ready to for the next album to drop, you know. Yep. She's got the flash. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, flash. she's, oh, yeah. she's mm-hmm. very much Mike, uh, I oh, feel yeah. like. You know, oh, she's... Yeah. Um, I got, got a diva at home, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's, diva. it's the like, drive, the creativity, right. and... Uh, Let's and get this I'm, done. And I'm here with the confidence. Yeah, the confidence, the swagger. She, She's she got does. the sauce. She's yeah. dripping she so much sauce. sauce you know, and like then mom's telling me how conservative she is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. I'm very, take it easy. Yeah. Calculated. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Lily. Yeah. So maybe we'll have her sign some cans that's on the release date. What I'm talking day. about right there. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so we got. I don't know. I'm guessing they're probably still mashing, right? And then we got. I can't see from this. I think we said, uh, said so the grain bill is pretty similar to like a, like a normal microphone 8% haze, probably mm-hmm. like mic check, that kind of thing. Yep. 
But this one's going to have those little fun hops in it with yeah. cassabra, a little mix of Eldorado and Citra. Um, and it'll be, you said it was a Sunday then, March? Sunday, March, March 8th, 8th at okay. 11 a.m. That's International Women's Day. Yeah. That's going to be a phenomenal party. Are you guys uh, going to have like any other fun stuff on tap or like little? I mean, we always surprises? have fun stuff on tap, well, obviously. Right? But like anything out of the ordinary. Well. Yeah, um, I don't know if we are going to be tapping anything specific that day, but um, I mean, we've got some really banging beers coming out in between now and then. So by the time March eighth rolls around, we're going to have, I mean, pretty stellar tap list, I'm sure. So. Tanks are always full here. Yeah, There's always yeah. something There's coming. always something. Uh, you're going to have something cool on for sure. Um, but this is, you know, kind of going to be the focus that day. So. I would nudge him to throw some, like, one-man wrecking crew on. Yeah. That day. <laughs> Come on, throw a little yeah, bit of that yeah. girl-age one-man. Yeah, I mean, have you had it yet? It's on yeah. right now. Yeah, Mike, Mike uh, W. gave me a little taste of it when okay. I was here the other day, and I pooped my pants after <laughs> yeah. I, I tried it, and then uh, probably one brought of it to our... Made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody brought it to our bottle share on Saturday at our shop, and I immediately called Mike and was like, tell me there's like a bottle laying around somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And he was kind enough to give me a bottle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's an incredible, incredible uh, barrel-aged beer that they did there. Yeah, it's fantastic. So maybe the next uh, Women's Brew Day will be doing a barrel-aged stout. That's so what I'm talking we'll about. See. Do that. Do that. Yeah. Um, now... The other interesting thing I think about we're talking about uh, the, the early days for you guys, and then we just talked about Elk Grove Village being a part of this. Now, and you guys is kind of balance at, in the early days, figuring out Lisa and Mike like when, when what you're going to do, like what's the future, how do we kind of approach this? I know he always wanted to be in Wisconsin, right? Like he was a Madison boy, <laughs> like right? Am Madison, I wrong? Mike. Still, he Madison, Mike. Madison, Mike. Is his <laughs> Madison, Mike. Okay. So, so what was that? What was that like? You wanted to be in Illinois versus that, or like you just found an opportunity? I mean, we have our roots here right now, and so um, family's big to me, and we've got support from my family um, watching, you know, Lily and Mike so that the I The most can, important thing uh, ever. Sorry, yeah. Miles. Uh, yeah. so that, that watching Mike, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, so that I can continue to, to work, and we have a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. that. Who knows where the, the right. roads will lead. There's so much. You guys have grown so fast in such a short period of time. It's like it's probably a blink of an eye for you guys. Yeah. All, all this stuff. So. It really is. Well, do you guys want to you guys want to throw anybody else in here? You want to take a break, check on our boil, and see see what's up? You uh, yeah. I mean, most of the other women here were very um, low-key about wanting to speak on the podcast. So, I mean, they might have changed their mind. Allie, do you want to come speak at all? She's like, hell no. Do you have anything to add to this? They're just terrified. I mean, her. she's pretty <laughs> instrumental in the whole thing. You can sit on V's lap and we'll discuss some things. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, do so, this. Yeah, uh, so, you know, that was with all of us. Everybody, that, you know, that's the one thing uh, I will say. When I started in July, like, I knew V, uh, I knew Allie and Frank. Uh, Frank was Mike's first front of house female employee. Uh, she's been here since day one. Oh, gee. Yeah, and. Um, I think that was the thing, like, coming in, I kind of knew See, those some of are the, the real here. brewery noises. Yeah, that yeah. Way. See? It's all right. They're making Thanks, the Polly. beer. They're making the beer better. Um, That's what he's doing right yeah, now. Yeah, before you started, me, Allie, and Steph got hired. Yeah. So, so we were part of the new team but before the Blue Room opened. Right, yeah. So then walking in here, um, you know, it's one of those things um, in a very male-dominated industry. The last brewery I was at, I was um, one of two women that worked there. So uh, walking into a group of women that already knew each other, of course, was a little, a little intimidating. Little, little intimidating. Um, but then you walked in and like, I've never fit in with a group of women so quickly. 
um, bonded with the girls right away. And everybody here is super different. So, you know, you have the outgoing ones, you've got the loud ones, you've got the quieter, shy, more reserved ones. But we're all like, we all love beer. We all love cheese. We all like to hang out. Um, cheese? Where did cheese come from? <laughs> oh, Allie makes the best charcuterie cheese boards. Party. Shout out to Allie's charcuterie boards. Hey, um, charcuterie. And then Lisa and I got to uh, go to Great Taste together, and we had an absolute Ooh, blast hanging go. out. Um, because, love, again, it was... I love for 90s music. Yeah, I love for 90s music. Um, but it was, you know, 15 guys, and then us, and uh, Melanie from The Green Lady, and that was kind of it as far as women went. That's a powerhouse that lady mm-hmm. lineup She's right awesome, there. yeah. Come on. Yeah. So we had a, a blast, and it was like, again, I've never walked into a group setting with so many women, and like immediately, again, it's that culture that is grown in microphone um, that really just, you walk in here, your family, like, let's get this going, because we all have the same end goal in mind, which is awesome. Uh, so yeah, it's been really fun for the last six, seven months. So what's the goal? What's the goal for, for this specific run of this beer from for that date and uh, that Sunday when it when it releases? Wait, what's out? the ultimate? That's the, that's yeah. it. That's the ultimate I mean, there's goal. no other goal, right? Mm-hmm. And oh. I'm, I'm hoping it attracts maybe right. um, some of the local crowd or, or somebody that maybe doesn't know about us or doesn't know a lot about beer and just makes it more approachable. Um, if it's one thing that I think I've added to the list of beers and the creativity that you know Mike puts on here is is more of hey you need to make something that's approachable to everybody you know and, and not just focus on the IPAs and the stouts and, and some of the maybe the beers that are more attractive that sell but something that is going to be diverse that a non-beer drinker or somebody that's just getting into beer would love yeah so I'm hoping that something like this might attract somebody to come in and purchase the beer and get introduced and hooked yeah on yeah, craft yeah. beer I think microphone and not even intentionally, but has had a more masculine vibe and feel to it um, until this like last year when you guys kind of hired on a lot of women at once, essentially. And um, but you know, Mike is the face of microphone, um, but in his brewers, and so I think people are seeing a different side of microphone now, which is really cool. And again, it's making it a little more approachable for them to come into this tasting room um, because they might not know that it's not just a bunch of dudes hanging out in beards. Um, that there's a well, whole they're there. They're there yeah, too. they're there too Don't for worry. sure we're all we're all <laughs> you in get, every we can't corner, we can't get rid of, of you guys females, for sure so but they're yeah, coming in good, yeah <laughs> yeah you know that it's we want everyone else to be able to come here and know that they're welcome here um and that we have a vibe that we're putting out like you're welcome come in like let us educate you on this beer let's hang out let's be friends and just just that that front front of the house face just there's such there's such a, a way to draw people in when you do get those new people that day hopefully mm-hmm. you know it's like that little bit of education tends to go a long way with a lot of people 100%. like holy shit that person like really wanted me to understand it you're gonna get the people that are like i don't give a shit about the hops that they put in it yeah. but there's gonna be a lot of people that are really interested in the fact that the hazy comes from the oats and right. like the, you know the the yeast that, that he used and you know the, the, the fact that you take the time to do that, whether they care about it or not, is going to do everything for making them want to come back again and feel yeah. like that's a place where I felt good. You right. Know? It's not even just the little details about the beer that you're educating, though. Um, after bartending for four years, I think it's the personal connection of, you know, how often, I mean, when you're bartending, the it's, oh, where else should I go? Or oh, I'm yeah. here in Chicago, I'm, I'm visiting, where, what brewery yeah. should I hit? And so it's saying... Being able to recommend other beers, other breweries, um, you're showing that like camaraderie and support in the industry is super important. But you're just connecting with them. Um, it's not just about educating a specific beer style. It's why craft beer community is so special is because of that connection. Yeah. 
it's all about those personal relationships right. to me. I mean, and that, and, and the people in this industry are what drive it. Really, hundred I mean, percent. The beers are very important. Don't get me wrong. Right. They got to taste good. They got to yeah. be made well. But there's a lot of beer to choose from. But there's, right. There's so many great stories behind them, mm-hmm. and, and if you have somebody that can talk to those, you know, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard when you're behind the bar to be like. Hey, I'm happy. Like, yeah, let's yeah, just do this. Yeah. It's busy. You're <laughs> yeah. tired. There's a lot of shit going on. Right. That person wants 48 tasters before they order their five ounce. I get it. You know, yeah. it's hard to keep the game face on sometimes when you're at it, but but it goes such a long way when you do. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's uh, after bartending so long, I could tell I was getting burnt out and frustrated, and I wasn't putting on that face or giving that service that I wanted to give or used to give, and. Uh, being able to take a step back now and appreciate it for what it is and being excited again about being behind the bar once a week and you know it is it's a they're the face of your brewery they're selling your beer like your your bartenders are huge um, they're going to be the reason why somebody comes back to you not just for the beer but it's oh that person's bartending and I love when they're bartending we have the best time with them so that's a huge deal and I give them a lot of credit because again I don't bartend every day anymore and it's it can be a lot and um you know you have to remember why you're in it and why you're passionate about it all right so you guys want to go back and do some more brewing or what yeah, you yeah got anything sure. else we want to cover about this about this awesome beer yeah. and this awesome day i mean we Mate. know it's going to be good we already yeah, know yeah. it's going to be good it's there's, a microphone really beer. No, there's really no uh qualms about it just don't drop any of the donut holes in there or anything <laughs> this is not one of the patient no promises no promises well yeah you might need a little back sweetener later who knows who right knows? right all right well, awesome. thank you guys. Thank Seriously. you for supporting us today, too. It's awesome to have the support in the industry. It's kind of hard to like not this. come to something like this. This is really cool. I did the one at Skeleton Key last year. I had so much fun yeah. watching like Emily Slayton just work people. And yeah, I mean, well, them. Emily Slayton and Vicki Reed and Tracy Hurst, mm-hmm. like those are the women that Some I of those grew up, you're talking you know, about. kind yeah. of uh, in this industry watching. And like I said, it's awesome to kind of be a part of it all. And Lisa, everybody's heard from Mike on different podcast and any, everywhere else it's good to hear it's good yeah, to hear yeah. your voice it's and, and kind the of exclusive there See, you go i didn't want to go there she runs go everything yeah. leads yeah. behind everything you know how many times mike says ask lisa <laughs> mike's been very good to me in my little yeah. two years doing this podcast and usually his big complaint is that they're too long so no. man, we had a long talk about this so I'll try to keep this one short and sweet. But it was Perfect. really good to hear from you Thank and you. kind of see see that dynamic because it, it seems to work really well. And V, what days are you bartending? We need to get people out here to come see um, you. Usually Fridays, Saturdays, Friday. or Sundays. Okay. But usually Sundays. But So I'll probably be here. You'll be here. You better be <laughs> here for the, for the brew day release, yeah. right? Yeah, the whole, I think, I mean, definitely everyone. We're going to probably yeah. put all the girls on. We'll Sunday. all be here, um, whether it'll be bartending or hanging out and having a good time, mm-hmm. so. I want to guest bartend that day. I want to do that. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should, you know. Drip Give the so girls a day off. Let you guys chill. Yeah. yeah. You guys should be yeah. able to Come chill and enjoy that Come in and talk to all the women on Sunday. Enjoy, <laughs> stop. My wife wouldn't like that. She'd be, <laughs> <laughs> she'd be here, though. She'd okay. be loving it. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so dripping so much sauce. And it'll be four-pack cans. It'll be on draft. I wonder how they'll split the packaging. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, huh you guys will have it on draft around it'll kick that day it'll probably be gone that day. we'll have a lot of stuff um on our again facebook instagram um our website has all of our events on it even untapped um has our events listed on it so you will be seeing this again you're following not just us but your podcast uh beer babe jess brewery photographer um and porchdrinking.com matt powers is going to be covering a piece on it too so we're going to put this in people's and the guild the guild actually shout out to the guild um shout out danielle Danielle, katie Katie and uh kristen she heads their um 
marketing right now. Uh, she interviewed Lisa well, and Kristen I. Kristen Tassie? Week. That's my yeah. girl. Yeah, she's Kristen awesome. Tassie's she was really, girl. really Tassie good. Communications. Yeah, so. She's awesome. She um, interviewed us earlier this week, and, you know, it'll be in the newsletter for Imbibe members, um, and they're helping us get some local media coverage, too. Hell yes. Well, I mean, you know, awareness, spread it out. People got to know that it's happening. It's exciting. That's the hard thing about beer, like, especially, like, even just with microphone social media, it's like you're always posting, like, this beer is available, but then like you get that morning post like, "Hey, we're brewing this up again today," yeah. and it's like now I gotta wait four, we- you know, yeah, however many options. weeks yeah. until yeah. that awesome thing comes up there. Nick needs something. I don't know. Just what yell at him. I Just tell him talk. Behind the scenes, it's behind the scenes. Tell him what you need. <laughs> tablecloth. He's looking tablecloth. for tablecloth. <laughs> looking for tablecloth. <laughs> See, it. this is why you're here. Yep, figured it out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, guys, thanks again, though. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's All go right. check it out. See where we're at. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. You.